We are talking about pop culture today with Tina Griffin, counterculture mom. And this is an episode you're not gonna wanna miss. However, if you typically listen to this podcast with your kids, you might wanna listen to this one first just to make sure it's appropriate for them and then listen again with them afterwards if you think that it is. Enjoy the show. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back today with Abinella and Tina Griffin, the counterculture mom. We are so glad to have you on with us again. That's uh, Today, um, this conversation has been already so amazing just to see what the Lord's done in you and in your family. And Tina, I would love for you to talk about kind of your time in Hollywood, because I know that you spent what, a little over a decade, I think, um, in Hollywood. You know, we, I, I come from a, well, not a family. I have a husband <laughs> who was in Hollywood for several years and then went on to teach film. And, you know, he would come home with stories of things that would happen on set. And praise God, he was never in a compromising situation um, and things that he had to film. He he did um, motion control. So they did like special effects things. So they did, you know, like sci-fi movies and things like that. But, um, but he did some movies with kids even, and he would watch what was happening even with the children in the Hollywood industry. And, and people, we always want to judge the kids who, who, especially if they start out as kids in Hollywood and grow into adulthood and their lives are completely screwed up and we want to point fingers at them. And, um, and he, he very quickly recognized some of the problems that were going on and why these kids are turning out that way and why adults turn out the way that they do oftentimes and why those who are standing firm on truth, they, they get booted, you know, you no longer get to be in Hollywood because you don't agree with our agenda. So tell us a little bit about your time in Hollywood, what you were exposed to, what you saw, and and I know that's kind of led to where you are and why you do what you do today with Counterculture Mom. Yeah, well, I'll just start off by saying we need as many Christians as possible in Hollywood. Yeah. And if my husband wasn't so uh, scared to go back there, <laughs> he's even scared about the driving on the freeways. Sometimes we went, he's like, here are the rental car keys. It's all up to you. You know how to do the Indy 500 on these freeways. I'm not touching a steering wheel. Um, but I, I love Hollywood. And I just had three people on this last week on the counterculture mom show talking about behind the scenes of Hollywood. And one lady, Karen Covell is with the Hollywood prayer network. You guys need to check out hollywoodprayernetwork.org phenomenal ministry. I've known about her for 20 years. I still get their call sheets every other week. They'll send out via email a list of celebrities, producers, projects that we need to pray for. Because the people out there, I believe that is the largest mission field in America and around the globe, honestly, because they are so influential on why our kids are doing what they're doing, 
why they believe what they believe, why they're dressing a certain way, why they're talking a certain way, while why they have certain friends, why they're having premarital sex, why they think they're transgender. So much of it comes from pop culture. So my heart is with Hollywood. It always will be. Uh, a little backstory. I grew up on a dairy farm in Wisconsin. I picked rocks, milk cows, baled hay for the first 15 years of my life, 16. The second I knew how to drive, I was out of there. And uh, not that I wanted to leave, but then I, I also wanted to leave. Um, and I went to, I started taking broadcasting classes at University of Wisconsin, Green Bay. After two years, I did a exchange program. Now, I don't know why they call it exchange because no one was coming from Cal State Los Angeles <laughs> to Wisconsin, <laughs> but it was called the National Student Exchange. And all I was doing is doing a mass exodus out of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, I had a lot of people saying, if you want to get into film and TV, all you're going to do here is like Green Bay Packer commercials. I'm like, well, I love Packers, but I'm out of here. <laughs> and um, then went to Hollywood, got involved in acting, commercial work, film, TV work, had a, a voiceover coach, acting coach that told me, well, all you're going to do out here is melt commercials if we can't have you lose that Fargo Hick accent. <laughs> but, uh, and I still got it. It's I love ridiculous. it. I did book a lot of cheesy, not going to say cheesy roles. Wisconsin type role because <laughs> of my hick accent. Um, so I went out to LA, placed my faith in Christ at 16 while still on the farm. I said, I do not want to be a bench warmer Christian. I, I, I'm willing to die for the cause, take a bullet. I, and I'm serious of that. I really am. I do not want to be a uh, Christian that is not in the game because I think the most exciting life you can live is living out your faith daily. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. My kids are constantly reminding me that I mess up every single day. <laughs> but I want Christ to come back or be dying for the cause doing yeah. what God has called us to do. And that's what I try to encourage people every single day. If you're not being blasted by somebody today or persecuted in some manner or feeling down and out every couple of days, I, I question myself. Am I sticking my neck out enough for my faith or not? If I'm not being persecuted, I'm not in the game. I'm a slacker yeah. and I, I don't do slacker. So being out in Hollywood, seeing what I saw for 10 years caused me to say, I have to start talking about this. And so first four years, I did the limited two passion for fashion tour MC around the country. I did modest clothing for back to school, middle school, high school students. I traveled the country in a huge truck. We had the props. We went to Mall of America and other large malls, helped the girls do a modest fashion clothing back to school pageant type deal where it's like a runway fashion show. They wore cute clothing, hip music, and I helped encourage girls. Here's how you dress fully clothed. So you're not pregnant or, you know, that's the worst case scenario. Sure. Causing but, others you know, to sin. Causing others to stumble. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if people like you for you, who you are, they like you for who you are, not what you're showing on the outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, these celebrities today, like Nicki Minaj, and her name actually means threesome, Minaj threesome. It's right in their names today. Uh, you got Beyonce that admits she's demon-possessed with Sasha Fierce. She's not joking. I have the evidence in my counterculture mom app all over the place. Wow. When these kids see this footage, they realize we need to be praying for Beyonce, not dressing like her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we need to send her a Bible to her fan club address, not listen to her music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we should not be idolizing her and dressing like her. We should be upholding the word of God, dressing modest and 
leading people to make wiser media choices. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is finding our purpose and who Christ called us to be, not following the trendy in hip cool thing that literally if we did that with what celebrities suggest in their music and their movies, we'd end up dead with a disease or in prison, literally. Mm -hmm. So when kids see this, and I made the connection of the fact that so many celebrities I was meeting regretted what they were doing. Brittany mm -hmm. Murphy on Little Black Book told me, Tina, I had a great chat with her. She's now, of course, passed away about a decade ago, a little over. That whole thing was very fishy. She was going to expose some sex pedophilia, sex trafficking junk in LA, called her dad a week before in Vegas, said, if I'm dead, I was killed. That's pretty wow. substantial. Wow. And I met her right before that happened. We had a great conversation on Little Black Book movie set. And she said, Tina, I know that what I'm doing is wrong, but I feel like I have to do this in order to get ahead in the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she didn't want to do the eight mile scenes. I was asking her about eight mile, the movie she shot with Marshall Mathers, Eminem, right before I met her, drugs, sex, drinking. She felt guilty and I felt bad for her. And I encouraged her. She said she was a Christian. I said, just do the positive roles it doesn't even have to be a Christian film, but do a positive message. She goes, I'm driving home from set every day, feeling guilty that I'm leading these kids to do these activities. I know is going to kill them. Mm -hmm. And she felt guilty. So I met hundreds of celebrities with the same story in Hollywood, realizing it's not just the celebrities we have to pray for and not follow unless they're lining up with the word of God. And there's a lot of great quality, positive role models. Um, they're just not advertised as much. Um, because you know, abstinence doesn't sell, right? Remaining a virgin doesn't sell. And so I realized so many of these celebrities are one thing promoting this message, not wanting to do so for the most part, it was the producers, the directors, the screenwriters, all the people that were causing, you know, the, the creating the actors to be puppets to carry out their yeah. evil plot in Hollywood mm -hmm. that were pulling the strings that kids did not see the fact that the consequences weren't revealed. They Planned Parenthood is in bed with the, with the government. They're in bed with Hollywood. And if we get, if we can get our young kids to have sex at 12, 13, 14 years old through common core condom relay races, and you're not going to have absence, you know, practice absence anyway, go ahead and have sex. If we can get them all sexed up in our movies today, where are they going? Planned Parenthood to have an abortion. It's a big billion dollar industry. Yep. So that was my aha moments in Hollywood. I witnessed the celebrities, invited them to church. Some came. It was fantastic. But then that's what turned into my Hollywood Exposed presentation that I still deliver today to help teens make the connection and parents make the connection. This is a lie from the pit of hell. We can choose wise entertainment and we need people to be actors, producers, directors, screenwriters in positive filmmaking. And that's exactly what my husband does with his company, because where are the biggest box office hits? Positive feel good movies. They're not the drive by shoot them up gangbanger movies. It is positive, feel good, family friendly movies. That's where mm -hmm. we need people in the arts right there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And that's why there is such a huge, um, group and it's only growing of Christian filmmakers. And it's amazing to see that people are really starting to open up their eyes. You know, it used to be years ago that Christian films were just awful and people wouldn't watch them, but more and more money is starting to go into them. And more and more people are starting to step up and see the dangers um, of what's happening with 
with secular films and the damage that it's causing to people's lives. I mean, these are people's lives that, you know, not just the actors, but like you said, it's influencing those who are watching it as well. And so I'm so grateful for the Christian film industry who is really coming together to impact God's kingdom. Um, Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Tina. Um, Tina, I'm so grateful for your boldness and your willingness to to speak truth to these people in Hollywood, but not just to speak truth, but to come out of it and just stand up and say, you know what, this is what needs to happen. And we need to start educating students. We need to start educating parents. What ignited your passion for doing that? Because I I know you're obviously, I've seen your speaking lineup and all the different events that you've done. Obviously, you really are very passionate about educating and equipping students and parents alike in what's actually going on. I think the biggest thing for me is I hate being lied to. Mm. And so when I was a teen, I, if someone broke my trust, I I wanted to take them down. I'm like, (laughs) how, what? And that just became my big reason for exposing celebrities, TV shows, the elites, George Soros. I mean, a whole list of people are on my personal hit list for the last 27 years that I've tracked these people down. Um, to expose who they really are, pray for them, but here's their main intent. Here's their agenda. And I love seeing the light bulb go off when people get it, when they start connecting the dots, start putting the puzzle together. I I don't know one team that loves to be lied to the second I go to a school assembly and drop the bomb. I love seeing how they pick up the pieces and say enough of this. I've had way back in the day when I first started 20 years ago, CD smashing parties, video game smashing parties, pictures, youth just pouring in, sending me pictures via email, text messages, um, social media of kids saying a couple hundred of us after you left our school, we got together and we broke apart a bunch of CDs and video games. Check this out. And they're sending me pictures. And I'm like, I just wanted to cry. I have a big mural. I don't have those Bible verses. I probably should have a couple in my office. I think I have one. What I have in my office is Spygate on who's married to who in the mainstream media, uh, the bloodline of these people, so I can fully understand or get a good grasp on why they're pumping out the trash they've got. So I've got a big Spygate poster. Look it up, guys. You will love it. It's like five by seven feet. It's fantastic. And then on another wall, a mural that a bunch of teens put together 15 years ago when I spoke at a youth rally in South Carolina, maybe close to 20 years ago when I first started. They broke apart a bunch of CDs. I never knew this story. They super glued it into the uh, an image of a cross. Wow. It's huge. They put it on their wall in their youth room. 10 years later, I go back to do another seminar for some other event, same town. This girl comes running up to me after I speak. Tina, Tina, I just got chills right now thinking about this again. Uh, it was a rough patch for me. I'm like, do I keep doing this? Do I not? I had a couple kids at that point, burn a candle at both ends, trying to save America. She comes running out of that church. She goes, I have to give you something. It's in my car. She gives me this mural. 
She said, 10 years ago, a bunch of us kids in this youth group heard you speak. We built this. We had it in our youth group. Now we're all gone, married, have our own kids. This is for you. I will have that till the day I die wow. because it's a constant reminder of what kids do when they are shared truth. So Hollywood Exposed is the name of my program mm -hmm. because I'm exposing Hollywood. Pray for Hollywood, but this is their main agenda. Don't be duped. Yeah, that's so good. I just I'm I'm just thinking you're you're very involved in the Hollywood scene, but there are many of us moms who that's such a world so far from us. I mean, we're not. But I mean, both you and Yvette have have a history in Hollywood. But I'm wondering, I mean, as I'm watching it, you're right. They, the influence of Hollywood is massive. And my eyes were really opened when, like right now, when, when the political side of things is on fire and there are people in Hollywood who are talking politics, who know nothing about politics, but they're pawns being used to influence a generation. Um, and just their, their influence is so heavy. But then will you talk to the mom who, you know, most, most of our listeners homeschool. So we know the truth. We don't like being lied to. We know the truth about what the public schools are teaching. We understand it. We know it's corrupt. And so we're pulling our kids out there, out of there because we want nothing to do with that. We know that our kids have been given to us to teach and train up in truth. However, I see so many of these moms then let their guard down or, or maybe they're not having the discernment because their kids are home being saved from that system, but then they're being plugged into another one. And maybe it's because they don't know the truth you're speaking of. And so will you just basically talk to the moms who don't want their kids to have anything to do with the public school system, but then we're plugging them into video games or, you know, Disney Plus or every Netflix show there could possibly be, which actually just to scroll through there is enough to make your blood curdle. Um, talk to that mom because it's really, I think it's the same, it's the same thing. If you're going to, I mean, if you're protecting your kids, you need to protect them across the board. Absolutely. And what you just fed me, I have like five different branches I could come yeah, off. Sorry. Of. So, <laughs> you're going down. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to pick two of the top five and then hopefully okay. some other ones can come into that. Uh, number one, our kids are listening or watching. This includes homeschool children, 70 hours of pop culture a week. Wow. I'll repeat it for those moms that are busy scrubbing a toilet right now and didn't fully hear me. <laughs> 70 hours of pop culture a week. That's video games, reading certain books, um, on social media like TikTok, Snapchat, playing, uh, I think I already mentioned video games. We've got Netflix series, we've got YouTube playlists, you name it. So 70 hours a week there, they're in class in a public school education for 40. So even if you're homeschooling your kids 20 hours and you're sheltering them from the 40 hours of chaos, plus the two hours of bus travel back and forth a day, which means we're up to 50 hours, um, we have to look at the fact that pop culture far surpasses any other major influence that our kids are getting on a daily basis, which is why my... Uh, uh, you know, Antana is up high searching and seeking to see what is currently bombarding our kids, including our homeschool children. Yep. Um, the other issue we have is a lot of kids are on online programs, even if they're homeschooled. Mm -hmm. You might consider my kids now do online public education, so they're safe. No, they're not. We have Williamson County, where I live, where parents ha have been blowing up our social media inboxes, all that, saying, look at the document that we're told to sign. We can't go into the same room. Our kids are watching public school education. 
heck to the no. Right. <laughs> in a document like that, it tells you red flags, communist China yep. seeping into your walls of your home. Not joking. That's what this is all yeah. about. It's a communist takeover of America from within, um, which can be a whole other conversation, but I have dirt on that. I've been sharing for the last two years alone at different rallies, events, all of that. The, the correlation will blow your mind. Um, the Naked Communist is a great book for parents to read. It's a short read. It'll tell you a lot about the top 45 goals that were written in 1963 to destroy America. 44 goals have happened the last goal yet is to take over police force. Once that happens, China thinks they own America. A dozen of those goals alone are entertainment based. So anything that's uh, making pedophilia look normal, breaking down the structure of the home with the family, uh, pop culture, making the dad look like an idiot if he's even uh, present at all in these pop culture entertainment things, yeah. violence, embrace violence. Uh, graphic sex, all of that is one of these top 45 communist goals to take over our nation. It breaks apart the very foundation of our family, the way God designed it to be. A lot of people are starting to wake up to that, especially during COVID. Mm -hmm. Certification of vaccine ID, by the way, is what COVID stands for. Communist China backed. But back to your homeschooling question. When we have our kids homeschooled, we think we have them sheltered. I can yeah. guarantee you with the number of pop culture things bombarding, we have to be even more diligent in pop culture influence. And if you're a parent saying, I shelter everything, I've got the circle device in my home, you know, I've got blockades, they can't get on the internet there. I tell you what, take it one step further. We're very safe, uh, what, what I think in our home. But my kids have still seen stuff they shouldn't have seen from a kid across the street, mm -hmm. from, from a way they got around our blockade for our internet, and they're going to see it. I would highly advise, and I'm not saying it's all about our app, but our app is so loaded with content that I have a lot of homeschooling parents saying, we got your app, we paid the five bucks a month to get premium, we go through your alerts every single day with our kids, so they know hmm. what is bombarding them. So they run from it, or if they see it, they come up to me and we talk about it. A lot of parents said that. And that when they train and teach their kids about the latest TikTok video or the suicide video that just came out on, um, on Snapchat that was visible to 14 or 15 million kids in a matter of the first couple of hours, mm. the kids then that are homeschooled, like my kids, when they're hanging out with their friends on the street or at the local pool, they're talking about these subject with the other kids. So they're mm -hmm. knowledgeable about it. So they're not living in a bubble. When they get out of the home, they have no clue what's going on. And like my husband was suicidal at the age of 24 because he was sheltered, had no clue what was going on. And then boom. So um, Tina, so you're saying, I mean, and what I'm hearing you is we do want to shelter our kids in their younger years, but at the same time, our goal, our job, our calling by the Lord is to prepare them for the real world so that they can make an impact for the kingdom, so they can influence. So my question is, at what age would you say, do we start helping them navigate through these things so that they're prepared? You know what? It's not a specific age. It depends on the content that you want to expose your kids to, at least from my personal stance. Conversations must be had. Right. And yeah. I can tell you, our kids will be exposed, or it can be, I don't know about little Nas X. Great, Johnny. Let me tell you something. If any of your friends are talking about this guy, please let me know. I want to alert you to something. We want to run from this guy. Let's pray for little Nas X at dinner tonight, but not watch his video. 
we are constantly talking about pop culture at our house. I want to cry thinking about it because our kids, they love knowing who can we pray for, mm. who do we not want to tune into, and what are the positive video games and magazines I can look at, mom. Yeah. And if yeah. they see something they shouldn't see, they are running up to me to tell me something that I need to share with other parents about. Yeah, I love That's that. That's what we want. Yep, I love that All you have it. that rapport with your kids, that you're able to talk with them about what's going on without them you know, just being exposed to it without your covering and your protection over them. I want to keep talking about this. We are out of time for this episode, but we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Um, thank you again, Tina, for your time today. You guys can find out more about Tina at counterculturemom.com or download her, I should say not or, and <laughs> download the Counterculture Mom app. I downloaded it and yesterday on my phone. Um, I haven't had a chance to to dig into it yet, but um, just from what you're showing us today, it looks really helpful uh, for us. They as will absolutely love it. And you will not feel overwhelmed. You see me scrolling with 42 stories. You click on the ones that pertain to your family, skip the rest. But so many parents are like, I never knew about that. That helped me click to that. Then we have them all connected with links. So if you want to dig deeper or click on a video to watch it, it's all right there. Yeah. You don't want to see my computer. I have 87 tabs open right oh, now. <laughs> the content and put it in that app for you to digest, but get premium on the Counterculture Mom app. So you get the pop culture alerts the trending news and all the rest. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We will be back with you guys again tomorrow. Have a great rest of your afternoon and we will see you then. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.